Hello and welcome to another episode of Mutual Vibes. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I hope all of you are having an amazing day and that the weather where you are is cooperating with you. Yesterday here in Alabama, let me tell you, we had a scary evening because we had like tornado watches and warnings all afternoon. After Well, I just after the kids got to school until late in the afternoon, until in the, around six or seven. A tornado actually touched down in Alabama and it killed two people. Now, there may have been some other deaths from the storm, but last night when I watched the news, they were only reporting the death of the couple that died in the storm. I am so grateful, though, that the tornado did not touch down in my city. Even though earlier it was reported that the tornado would touch down like right down the street from where I live. All right, not down the street, but you know, a couple streets over at this school. And thank God that did not happen. And then like they were predicting that it should be in our area at like 557. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, it changed directions. It's going somewhere else. So that was a blessing that it went somewhere else. So even though I feel blessed and grateful that the storm changed directions and touched down somewhere else, it makes me very sad to hear about the two people who died in the storm last night. Um, the weather here in Alabama is just crazy. So if you hear me talk about weather a lot, it's not because I have nothing to say. It's just that it's so ridiculous and crazy until it's hard to not mention it every now and then. Because last Tuesday, we had snow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Now, here's how this happened. The weatherman was like, he had been talking about there was a chance of snow. He said slight. So then he had the scale. And he was like, on a scale of 1 to 10, our snow percentage or possibility is a 2. So if you tell me we have a 2% chance of snow and that it's not that big of a, it's not a big of a deal. And he was like, you may see flurries. And if it's, he's like, if it's, he said, it's, even if it falls, it won't stick. So I'm like, okay, cool. We may have snow. So, you know, we sent the kids to school. And then all of a sudden, we're hearing, like, stuff on the roof, stuff on the window. It's at first, it was raining. Okay. Then it changed to sleet. Then it changed to snow. Like, all in a period of four or five hours. So by the time it was time to get your kids from school, thank God I got mine early. Because once I started seeing the snow was starting to fall, I was like, mm-mm. This is not going to happen. I think the thing that got me was just seeing the sleet fall. Because just seeing ice it mixed with rain falling. I'm like, and it was cold still. So I'm just thinking, by the time I pick my kids up, it is going to be icy. And even though I was born in New Jersey and I lived there until I was 10 years old, I have to say, I kind of grew up in the South. So in the South, we don't have snow. We don't have sleet. I don't know how to drive in snow. I don't know how to drive in sleet or ice. So... I was not trying to be out in the snow or the ice picking my kids up. So I went and picked them up early from school. And I'm glad I did because by the time it was evening and time for me to actually pick them up, it was like snowing heavily. It was cold. It was snowing. And it wasn't like flurries. It was like big chunks of snow, <laughs> like consistently just falling. So that night, I'm looking out the window because I had somewhere to go. And I'm just like, I thought I was supposed to stick. And it stuck. And we had snow. They had to um, delay school for a couple of hours, and we had snow. It didn't completely melt until, like, Thursday. See what I mean? It's like, so, for snow that, was completely, that wasn't supposed to happen, it, it actually happened, and it wasn't supposed to melt, and it melted by Thursday. So, yeah, we had snow last week. Now, the last time the weather guy, the weatherman predicted snow, or I should say meteorologist predicted snow, it did not snow. 
Like the kids are out of school, nothing happened. So this time he says it wasn't going to snow, and it did. Like, go figure. So anyway, that happened. And then let's go move forward to like Monday night. And they were like, okay, well, we can have a possibility of tornadoes. And so we did. So the weather's just crazy. It's like, I don't even know where to begin. Um, Yeah, it was in the 70s on Monday. And that's why I think we were having tornadoes. Anyway, I'm just thankful that even though last night was a rough pass for us, that we are okay and there wasn't any significant damage in the area where I live. Even though my heart still goes out to the people who were in the path of the tornado and were affected by the tornado. Because even if they didn't lose a loved one, the people who were caught in the path, just think about it. It's close to Christmas. Your house has been destroyed. Maybe some of your gifts. I mean, it's a lot of things that they are going through right now so i just want to ask you guys to send them good thoughts pray for them or whatever because people have been affected by the storm and even though i wasn't and so a lot the majority of us haven't been affected by any type of tornado let's remember the ones who have been affected and keep their families and them in our prayers the other day i was looking at the calendar and i realized that christmas is next wednesday yes which is odd because I have been talking about Christmas since November, like the end of it. And I knew it was soon. You know how you don't pay attention to the calendar. It's like I do look at the calendar, but then I don't. I look at the calendar to see what I have to do in the market off. I don't look at the calendar and be like, oh my goodness, I have this amount of days. I never do. Like I just figured out my kids are going to be out of school this week. Well, all next week. So I'm trying to see how I'm going to schedule things so I can still get working. So I was looking writing down my list of things to do and then I was like oh my goodness Christmas is not eight like six days away Christmas is like next Wednesday so I was like yeah next week so I was like Christmas like eight days away oh my goodness so I noticed that now believe it or not uh, with all of my online shopping and stuff I'm still going to need like three more gifts and that's because even though I was prepared and I ordered my things ahead of time, like November 30th, the day after Thanksgiving. However, some things were delayed, and it still hasn't come yet. And so since some things were delayed, I'm sitting up here waiting for it to show up, hoping it comes soon, because I honestly don't want to have to spend extra money to get extra gifts for the kids. But if it's not here by Monday, I'm just not going to take a chance, and I'm just going to go and get them another gift or whatever. And then, well, I guess what I'll do when the other gifts finally come in, their birthdays are in February and March. We'll save it for birthdays. So, even with all my planning, the gifts, I don't have everything still. But, on the bright side, I have the majority of things. It's only three gifts I will probably have to get. So, I'm feeling pretty confident about this holiday season. And I feel like a boss because of the way I prepare for Christmas. Now, after all the time and effort that I have spent on Christmas, I'm excited that it will be here next Wednesday so the kids can finally open their gifts and hopefully keep my fingers crossed I will be able to keep it a secret what I got them for Christmas I have really been doing a good job and how have I been doing that I just have not been talking about Christmas that's it I don't say girls what do you want nope don't say anything we just go through life and go through our day and the only time we talk about Christmas is if I'm I go to buy them stockings or what we're going to put in the stockings we talk about that. Other than that, I don't even mention gifts or anything. And I realize that is helping me a lot because not talking about gifts is helping me not to almost slip and tell them what I got them. So I'm doing good. Hopefully next week will go as planned and I will not 
say a word about what they got. Now, as far as next week goes, I do want to ask you guys a question, okay? Now, here are my thoughts. I was thinking that since we are so lucky to have next Wednesday be Christmas, which is also the day the podcast come out, I was wondering if maybe I should do the podcast and have it come out on a Wednesday and maybe have like a special Christmas episode or something, or should I just have it come out on a Tuesday so you can have it to listen to while you do your shopping and stuff for Christmas Eve? I don't know. I kind of like both ideas because if I did it on Christmas Eve while you're shopping and preparing for Christmas or whatever you're doing, you can listen to it then and then maybe spend time with your family on Christmas. Or I was thinking about doing like a special episode for Christmas. Maybe you guys could listen to it while you're cooking or whatever. I don't know. I think either way would be good. But I want to hear from you. So what day do you think I should like let the podcast come out for next week? Because it is Wednesday's Christmas and so do you want to listen to the podcast on a Tuesday or would you like to listen to it on a Wednesday and just keep our regular time on Tuesdays? I don't know, but here's what we're going to do. I need you to tell me which day is better for you. And so go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and, and just leave me a message or a comment and just say Tuesday or Wednesday. And then whoever has the most Tuesdays or most Wednesdays, that's what I pick. So the majority will rule, but no, a majority cannot rule if you do not go to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and tell me what would be a good day. So waiting to hear from you, just let me know what would be a good day to air the podcast and we'll put it on that day. All right. Can't wait to hear from you. Christmas is like eight days away, I thought it would be appropriate to spend the next couple of weeks just talking about the gifts that we can give our spouse or significant other. No, I'm not talking about a new car, which would be good though, TV or even Facebook portal, which is a gift I really, really want or would like to have. So hopefully my husband hears this and know I want a Facebook portal for Christmas or maybe one day I'll just buy one for myself. I don't know, but it seems like a cool gift. And that's because I sold on a commercial. Anyway, enough about that. I'm not trying to advertise for Facebook portal, but I think it's a pretty cool gift. Listen, all of the gifts are wonderful and you should definitely get them for your spouse or significant other. But none of these gifts are going to last forever, improve your relationship, or make you fall more in love with your spouse. In addition to this, the material gifts that we're going to give our spouse this year, I also want you to in addition to giving them these material gifts i want you to give your spouse a gift that will last for a lifetime a gift that will bring you closer together and help you to bond a gift that will build and enhance your relationship don't look like there are don't look like there are gifts that you can give your spouse or partner or significant other that can enhance your relationship yeah there are So don't look at me like, what is she talking about, about gifts that can enhance relationships? What? What is this? Yeah, there are gifts like that. And you cannot just give them to your spouse or loved one at Christmas. You can give them to your spouse or significant other or your partner every single day. Now, here's the thing. I know you're wondering what this gift is. And no worries. I'm going to tell you what that gift is. Are you ready to find out what that gift is? Okay, I know you're probably like, yeah, just come on, tell me what it is. Well, the gift that I'm talking about is the gift of understanding. Yes, sometimes in life we get so caught up in being in a relationship that we forget that we must nourish the relationship. 
A good example of this would be a woman coming home, taking care of her kids, cleaning the house, fixing dinner, but neglecting to make some time to text or call her husband to let him know that she loves him. Or a man working so hard to provide for his family that he neglects to spend time with the very family that he is providing for. And I get it. Throughout the years of our marriage, um, I have been a stay-at-home mom. I've been a working mom. And right now I'm currently working from home as an entrepreneur. So I know what it's like to either come home from work and have to take care of the kids. I also know what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom or entrepreneur who's working from home and still have to take care of the kids because your responsibilities don't go away. You know this. So you understand how it is. Life is busy. Life is chaotic. Life can get crazy. The reason I'm telling you this is because life happens and life is busy. Life is ever-changing. But as wives and husbands, it's our responsibility to make time for each other on a daily basis. We have to let our significant other know that we love them and care about them. Now, if you want to be that couple, which I do, who is married for 40 plus years, it is imperative for us to develop that kind of relationship to consistently let our spouse know that they are appreciated. And one of the ways we can do this is to understand our spouse. All of us can give the gift of understanding to our spouse. And guess what? This is a gift that does not cost any money. Yes, No, it's really good. It's free, doesn't cost any money. Now, it does involve putting in a little time and effort, but so does eating and so does sleeping. And we all find time to do both of those things on a daily and regular basis. I know I do. It's like I could be busy and I could be tired, but believe me, I will find time to eat. I will find time to sleep. I don't care where I am. If I have not eaten for a couple of days, all right, let's not go a couple of days. That's an exaggeration. If I have not eaten for maybe a couple of hours, yeah, a couple of hours. So let's say I have breakfast. I was working, working, busy, busy, busy all throughout the day. And then it's time to pick my kid up from school and I haven't eaten. I'll find time to eat in between that time from picking her up to getting my other kids. I'll find time to eat. If I am tired, I don't care where I am, what I'm doing, I'm going to find time to sleep. So if we can find time for these then we can definitely find time to be understanding to our spouse. Just like eating and sleeping, it's important for your health. Because if without eating, without sleeping, your health is going to suffer. So just like your health will suffer if you don't eat and sleep, your marriage is going to suffer if you do not put in time, work, and effort into it. Now, being understanding Let your spouse know that they can trust you with their feelings. It lets them know that they can trust you with who they are. It lets them know that you love them for who they are and not for the idea of what you think they should be. Now, this is important because a lot of us have ideas of what we think our spouse should be. And it can either be they should be more helpful with the kids, they should do this, they should do that, clean more, do this, whatever. But the point of the matter is being understanding is understanding and realizing that Your spouse is a person. They are a human being and that they are people. They have different personalities from us. They're not us. And that's why it is so important to understand who they are and accept them for who they are so that we can accept them as a people, as a person, and not the idea of what we imagine they should be. Because you know what? When we have a certain idea about what we imagine a person to be and they don't meet that idea that we have in our heads it can cause major issues because then we feel betrayed or whatever when you're not being betrayed that's just your idea of them that's not who they really are 
So being able, being understanding allows us to get to know them for who they really are. The good, the bad, the ugly. And not letting it make you think any less of them. We all have problems. We all have issues. We all make mistakes. But the great thing about life and the great thing about being understanding is that you understand this. That, hey, my husband is a person. He's human. Just like I make mistakes, he does too. And not hold it against them. So it's like... You instead of judging them like this is just a bad person, like no, the action was bad, maybe that was a bad choice, but they are not bad. So, being understanding helps you to think like that and help you to realize that. Now, even with that being said, being understanding by no means is it easy to do because it requires us to come out of who we are and to put ourselves in the place of someone else. Being understanding gives us a rude awakening that the world does not revolve around us and it helps us to develop and cultivate empathy for the person that we are married to now being understanding does not mean that you must accept any and all types of behavior from your spouse and just quote-unquote understand it now there are certain types of behaviors that should not be accepted a couple of examples of these types of behaviors would be any type of physical mental or verbal abuse I would also like to include cheating into this group of behaviors because it's difficult, hard, and almost impossible to have a healthy relationship if you have a spouse that is cheating on you. So I think that should be included, and that also should not be tolerated. Now, in these types of situations, especially with domestic violence, you can be understanding, and you can realize that maybe the per- your husband or wife or whoever the abuser is, maybe they had a bad childhood or whatever the problem may be, but... And being understanding, that is no reason for you to stay and continue to put yourself and your life in danger. You must also know that right now you're in a dangerous situation and that it is not healthy for you or your kids if you have any. That is not healthy to stay in this type of relationship. So you can be understanding, but you can also be understanding and leave. Being understanding doesn't mean, well, I understand this person had it bad or whatever, so I'm just going to take whatever crap they give me. No, that's not being understanding. Being understanding is understanding that, yes, they had a lot of issues going on and that even though they have these issues going on, this behavior is not okay and you need to leave. That is being understanding. Now, in other types of situations, being understanding may look like forgiveness along with setting up some boundaries. Now, it's okay to understand. Understanding is what we want to do. Understanding is important, but you have to understand that being understanding does not mean that any and everything happens and goes. No, being understanding is I understand why this person may have done this and why they may have behaved in this way, but even though this is why they probably behaved in that way, is not appropriate, and maybe we need to set some boundaries, maybe this is what we need to do moving forward. That is what being understanding is. It's not a get-out-of-jail-free card because, as I said earlier, you can be understanding and leave. You can be understanding and set up boundaries. You can be understanding and tolerate and not tolerate certain types of behaviors that are damaging to your marital relationship. Now, thankful, the majority of issues that couples go through are not this serious. And so being understanding in most cases would be to show empathy to your spouse when they're not having a good day or to forgive them without them having to ask for forgetting to do something or maybe just coming home in a bad mood. You know, just realizing that maybe the reason they are not happy is because they are tired. And maybe it just has nothing to do with you. It could have something to do with work. I've noticed that sometimes with... um. Guys, if they're frustrated about work or something 
outside of the home, they bring it into the home. So they're upset or frustrated or have a bad attitude. Being understanding would be like leaving them alone. Don't try to figure out what the problem is. They'll tell you when they're ready. But just giving them their space and let them come and talk to you. Now, you know your husband better than I do because I've never met him <laughs> or any of them. So it's like this. I think you just have to use your sound judgment. You have to know your spouse. So in my case, I know that if my husband's frustrated about something, he'll tell me when he is ready to. I just don't need to nag him and talk to him about it. Now, on the other hand, your husband may want be that type of person who wants you to come and be like, what's wrong? Let's talk about it. And if that works for you, then that works. So you have to go by your judgment and by your knowledge of your spouse and their personality. Because what works for my husband may not work for your husband. What works for John's wife may not work for Tom's wife. So, you know, you just have to know. And based on what you know, you go ahead and do that. So, pretty much that's how it is to be understanding. Now, being understanding, once we actually take the time to be understanding, we can actually eliminate a lot of problems and disagreements and arguments. This is why I suggest giving a gift of understanding to your spouse on a daily basis. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? I, um, understanding does not, being understanding doesn't come easily for me. Yeah, that was hard to say because being understanding does not come easily for me. I'm like an outspoken person. I'm very opinionated. I rush to conclusions, which are all bad traits. Well, not bad. How can I put it? They can be good traits, but in certain situations, but they're not always good traits for marriages. So, you know, I rush to conclusions and did I mention I'm not a patient person and I want everything to happen immediately. So if I'm like, hey, let's change this, I want you to change immediately. So for me, being understanding on a daily basis is kind of a stretch. However, even though being understanding may be hard for you to do, like it's hard for me to do, it does not mean that that's an excuse for us not to do it. And it does not mean that this is something that we absolutely cannot do. As a child, I remember hearing the phrase, practice makes perfect. Of course, at the time, I didn't think about it, but now I see how important the saying is. Like me, you may not be good at the whole understanding thing, but the great thing about life is that the more you do something, the better you will become at doing it. So if you begin practicing being understanding now, during the Christmas season, with the hush and the hush, well, actually the rush and the bustle and all this kind of stuff, if you practice being understanding now, if your husband forgets to bring something home that you asked him to do, or if your wife forgets to do something that you ask him to do, if we practice understanding now, during Christmas time, when things are rushed and everything is like, going so fast while we're trying to get ready for the holidays and we practice it from now until next year imagine how more understanding and patient we would be this time next year you know why because the more you do something the more you the better you will become at doing it and it's because your brain you can actually train your brain so if you start to do something if you do it more than what was it? I forgot how many times you have to do something, but you have to do something a certain amount of times, maybe for 90 days, and it becomes a habit. It becomes a trait. You've trained your brain to do something. And so if you continue to do this throughout the year, imagine how more understanding you would be, how much more patient you would be. So that's why I say let's give that gift now during Christmas. But just because we're giving this gift now does not mean that we are going to stop doing it. So if you are going to be like me, let's say, let's 
let's make a pact, okay? So, right now, we're going to begin to practice being understanding now. So, by this time next year, we will be a pro at it. Now, remember, at the beginning of our talk, I said this was a free gift. And it is a free gift. It costs no money, nothing. But you can see that it can be hard. And I guarantee that you will not always feel good being understanding. But in the end, you will help your marriage or relationship to grow and develop into a healthy and thriving and happy relationship. So this year, don't forget to give your spouse, along with all the other gifts you're going to give them, the gift of understanding. And let this be the gift that keeps on giving throughout the year. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called When I'm in Your Arms. And the song is about a woman who's explaining how she feels when she is understood by her husband. Frustrated and tired, had a bad day, such a bad day. My mind is thinking about today. Nothing went my way As soon as I get home You are there for me Waiting there for me As soon as I get home You are there for me Waiting there for me The clock seems to go But that is what love does It brings out the best in you Together There is nothing That we won't do Just me and you As soon as I get home You are there for me Waiting there for me As soon as there for me, waiting there for me. The cloud seems to go away when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. My problems, they don't stay when I'm in your arms, when I'm in your arms. I need you. I need you, I need your love 
podcast i would like to take some time to thank anique music for their continued support of the show anique music is the publishing company that represents all of the songs heard here on the show so thank you so much anique music for your continued support i would also like to thank you yep i'm talking about you i would like to thank you for spending time with me today i truly appreciate you and i just enjoy spending so much time with you each week and i would like to thank you so much for being here with me so thank you thank you thank you i appreciate it words can't tell you how much i appreciate it so thank you for hanging out with me today i would also like to ask you guys if you can do me a little favor and just go to itunes to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review for the podcast by doing this you are helping me to expand the music and vibes community so if you could do that for me it would be great it would be awesome i truly would appreciate it so thank you in advance for going to itunes and i'm going to make it easy for you i'm going to put the link to itunes in the show notes so all you have to do is click on it it'll take you there subscribe leave me a, a message or a review and we'll be good. And then a great thing is, since you've already subscribed, you will get this on a regular basis and you don't have to wait and see when it pops up or whatever. You'll be, you'll have it. So thank you. Now, if you have enjoyed hanging out with me as much as I enjoy hanging out with you each week, then share this week's podcast with a friend. You can also go to musicandvibes.com to catch up on older episodes of the podcast and read some of the blogs that are there. So, if you have some time this week, just go check out our website, and the website is musicandvibes.com. Um, I'm going to try to remember to put that in the show notes as well, okay? And let me know what you think. All right, well, I think that's all for now. So, until we talk again, have an amazing day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Please get as much of this Christmas shopping and stuff done as you can, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.